Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Left Look, and today is, uh, let's let's say today is Friday, the twenty mm. ninth. Okay. And it's the twenty third today, Julian, with my boys. Best yeah, of luck. But, but to everybody hearing this as it comes out today is Friday. Yeah. That's aspirational too. We're talking about aspirations. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna talk about really current events today, and uh, if I sound like an idiot because of that dating system forever, I will lose it. <laughs> yeah, heaven yeah. forbid you sound foolish on our <laughs> podcast of all things. Yeah, well, no, yeah. no, I, I take your point, DJ, that I am foolish pretty much as a matter of course over an episode, but but. The limiting it and the methodology by which we arrive at my tomfoolery, you know, it matters to me. <laughs> I, I think this gives you a buy, even. Oh, you know, yeah. This is giving you an out. Oh, the date was wrong. I can't be held accountable. You should be thanking Julian, really. Yeah. This is court I, gesture 101 here. I don't want an out. I want to be right. I want to be right about <laughs> everything. But unfortunately, I can't even keep things like the Baltics and the Balkans straight. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well... Speaking of being right about stuff, I'm here with my two best friends, DJ. Hey, yeah. And Jacob. Brother Julian. And this is Left Look. Uh, it's the premier independent podcast from the Gato Institute, where we'll be taking a look at Canadian and international arts, culture, and entertainment. Everybody with an unbiased left-wing perspective. Voici the podcast, Independent, Parlex Lost, the Institute Gato, and to examine all their so cultural diversities, small Canadian and international, proof perspective, and partial integration. All right. All right. Apologies. Oh, yeah. I forgot I was going to do that. Um, apologies. I feel, that. Like, I feel yeah. like at this point we need a new stinger for the apologies. Yeah, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. The fascist march that I've been talking about would fit in perfectly there, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> the depends on the theme. <laughs> I, I, for our listeners, I, I, we've been in contact with our musical talent, and I uh, have been working up a bit where I uh, will have a, a march meaning just like something that sounds like uh, the bad guys theme from Star Wars uh, play over whenever I sound a little too authoritarian. And I think it'd be hilarious and self-mocking. But <laughs> You know, now that I'm thinking about it, we could probably just steal like... Uh, the Star Wars one. It w- no, <laughs> don't be silly. Well, yeah, see classical, Bogger. right? Uh, Creative Commons work. I, I think the... Uh... The most apt one i think it's called the austrian victory march or something that'd be cool i think it's it's the one most people get confused with the uh with the national anthem of the third reich or whatever <laughs> it was but uh yeah you know may, maybe something worth uh, looking into this whole dis- steal a snippet from that we're pushing the uh, the apologies bit just slightly because this whole discussion of marches has brought up a, a piece of media that i would love to recommend to the audience uh, uh-huh. have you guys ever seen the movie amadeus Oh, um, not the. I've seen clips of it, not the whole thing. You should watch. No, I have. Uh, um, yeah. it's a what's it called? A fictionalization telling of the story of Mozart, but it's through the eyes of a another court uh, musician who whose name I can't even remember, and he was a real figure who like contributed to music, right? And uh, the he, the whole movie is he's on his deathbed, basically, and he's confessing to this priest, and he's confessing to this priest how much he hated Mozart because he was just so much better than him. And the first time he meets Mozart and is like young, he, the guy's in his young 30s, and Mozart's like 18 or some shit like that. Um, 
he has prepared a march uh, to fucking impress Mozart, and then the emperor plays it badly uh, for Mozart as Mozart walks in for like 15 seconds, and then Mozart goes, uh, you know, I I like the march, I I'm gonna use it for something, and they're like really you just heard it for 15 seconds he sits down he plays the whole fucking thing it's it's a hilarious movie right and it's uh yeah i couldn't recommend it enough it's not leftist at all though like <laughs> to get back to the gato institute's uh mission statement nothing yeah. <laughs> um go ahead i really thought you were going to talk about march of the penguins there for a hot second maybe next week musical marches julian yeah well, uh, Anyways, uh, moving back to the apology segment, uh, we have an apology not from the Gato Institute but that we've been instructed to uh, send, and uh, this is from uh, Chairman Kim, in fact. Uh, Chairman Kim was uh, slighted on uh, the podcast of Aiden Ross or the, uh, the streaming services of Aiden Ross. Aiden mm-hmm. Ross said he was going to have Chairman Kim on the, uh, on the, the show, and he... Uh, then he had some actor show up instead, and it was the greatest uh, decline in viewership in recorded history. The most Oof. instantaneous decline in viewership in the recorded history. Yeah. And uh, Chairman Kim just wanted to reach out and say that he would have loved to come on, but he never received an invite. And that's the message from the leftists this week. Um, <laughs> Dang. Uh, leave it out. Good old Kim. Uh, yeah. Time and time again. Mm-hmm. It's got a, no wonder this dude's a hermit. <laughs> yeah i don't know any of those people who you're talking about but i feel bad for kim you can come on our podcast you know chairman kim you fucking idiot come on think with your head of north korea yes who oh, else okay. could that be <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i would use his proper name but... what's his proper name kim jong-un yeah Chairman yeah. Kim makes it sound like it's a friend. You know what I mean? So it leans into the bit. Well, I thought he was a leftist media figure of some sort. He was just playing on the North Korea thing. With the chairman? T- whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you could be Chairman Jacob, like, on this show. That would be pretty funny. That would work, too. <laughs> no, I, I I would appreciate the title General Secretary of the General Secretariat, but whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. It's a good title to put on your door, but not to say out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> was, uh, Unless Stal- you're like Stalin's royalty and they're announcing it as you come into the room. It's Jacob Flanagan, the general secretary of the general secretariat and uh, the leader of men. And... What's what's his face? Uh, Xi Jinping and I think uh, Chairman uh, Kim, as we were just talking about, both still use the... Uh, the title general secretary to this day general secretary is a great fucking title when you think about it like so yeah, uh yeah the the symbolism behind it i mean what uh could you divulge some of this information because i am dumb you don't and get I, it i'm just thinking i'm just thinking of somebody sitting in an office yeah so like what the, is the, the role of a sec- servant Almost. What? Yeah. What is the secretary role uh, usually? Right. It is to serve, to take notes for, to fucking under, uh, to, yeah, to serve. Right. And so, if you're to serve as the secretary for the party that represents the state, right, you are as close to becoming, you know, uh, embodying the state by being its representative, by being its agent, right? Like, um, 
if you were to mess with somebody's secretary who's delivering you their message, that would be a personal slight to them, right? And therefore, by extension, uh, insulting the general secretary would be an insult mm. to the state. It's a funny fucking title. Let's let's put it that way. Well, I hope the I hope these secretaries have really nice chairs. Great <laughs> our support. Yes. Ergonomics yeah, is everything. Right. So important. So important in our uh, our current society's um, sedentary workforce. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Speak on it, King. Uh, okay. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, don't forget to go home and exercise. That's really important. Daily stretches. Um, cause you got to stay limber cause the man doesn't want you to stay limber and, uh, yeah, you gotta, you know, when they come for you, you gotta be quick. You gotta, yeah, stay on your toes. Yeah. They won't the be man, expecting that. The man wants you to be stiff. Yeah. In like a bad those way. Wally potato people in their chairs. Yes. <laughs> Moving into the next bit. Um, 2023 seems to be the worst year on record for fans of the, the hit movie, get them to the Greek. You guys ever see that one? <laughs> no. Um, Jonah Hill and uh, what's his name? Russell Brand. Mm. They realized they were both in it. Yeah. I was under the impression that uh, Kanye was in it too, but it's actually Diddy. And I uh, no. <laughs> mixed them up. And it, that would have been the trifecta. But, you know, I don't think yeah. Diddy, Diddy's done anything. I think he killed Tupac, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Um, whatever, <laughs> no judgment, but you know, it was a hilarious movie and I don't think I'll ever be able to watch it again now. It sucks. Why? Uh, Jonah Hill is uh, a little tasteless now after the, uh, messages with his girlfriend have been leaked publicly in the news. Uh, I don't know if you've seen uh, those. Nope. He, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't even really want to describe it because I feel like I'll fucking put my foot in my mouth, but he, uh. He started dating a hot girl and uh, then got mad when she was doing hot girl shit, basically. Yeah, that Damn. she had an OnlyFans or something. No, no, not even that. That she just, like, wore a bikini on her Instagram or shit like oh, that. You know what I mean? Even better. Yeah. And then uh, Russell Brandt, slightly worse crimes, I'll, tell, mm -hmm. I'll say that, is, <laughs> is being prosecuted for rape in England. <laughs> in England yeah. Right not a good look. So we're going to censor this film now? Is that I'm, what you're suggesting? I'm saying that it's going to be a while before you can justify being like, get him to the Greek, we should watch that one. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it for the first time, I think. Oh, it's so good, Julian. You're going to love it. Um, yeah. It's so silly. It's nonsensical. That and is kind of my, my vibe. It is. It is. I didn't mean to square you. You know, <laughs> to him perfectly, but um, I'm gonna have to do an apology bit next week about getting mad that you didn't know who I was talking about with Chairman Kim. I'm sorry about that. It's okay, man. You don't have to do it next week. You just did it now. <laughs> yeah, congrats. <laughs> um, no. Welcome but... to Left Look. This is the. <laughs> I already forget the bit. <laughs> How can you forget premier, the bit? We premier. Do it every I was week. stuck on. I was stuck on senior independent podcast, <laughs> but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> It, it now is the senior independent podcast, just so you know. We, yeah. yeah, give it a few years. We just we just crossed 56, I think. Oh, yeah, true, true. Uh, this should be 59, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple in the backlog now. DJ very cleverly 
punted them to me the day before the podcast. So I am once again the backlog. For the, yeah, I, I the definitely neck. didn't. I definitely didn't slack all week and go, uh, <laughs> oh no, it's Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Charles it appreciates I. it. Um, <laughs> Charles doesn't care as long as the you know as long as the ticker goes up. Charles is fine. Yeah. Our, uh, yeah. No. Our I was looking at our metrics. They're doing okay. Are they? I don't want to hear about them until we're doing really well. I. Uh, okay. That's I, fair. Well, you know what? Usually I'd love hearing about them, but right now I'm in school. It's added extra stress and, you know, like hope yeah, that yeah. I wouldn't have to do school ever again. It's like, <laughs> it's too much for me right now. Um, you're you're uh, using a twig as a crutch, which is something yeah, I advise just, against. Just <laughs> absolutely no good, right? This is a creative outlet. Um, yeah. That is the healthiest way to look at this. Uh Anyways, next piece of news that I wanted to move into, uh, it's been... Could, could I interrupt you for a second? Absolutely. Yes, please. Oh, thank goodness. Thank you. Um, the fellow you were looking for earlier is uh, Paganini, the uh, famous Italian uh, violinist who was just absolutely dunked on by Mozart in their later <laughs> life. Dude, why wouldn't you interrupt me at the time when you, if you knew that? I didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna oddball a name, but then I thought, ah, I don't want to be culturally insensitive, so I looked it up first. <laughs> you should have oddballed the name. Being culturally, I was gonna, insensitive I was gonna go with like Pagliacci, but I, that's that's the opera, and that would have just, that would have just, <laughs> and then I, I would have been the clown, and I would have been like, are you <laughs> sure it wasn't Porco Rosso? And then it would have been great. But now we just have this shell of a bit. Yeah. You sure it wasn't Super Mario? <laughs> I can always I count know. on is, Julian. Some good meta humor. I dig it. We're funny. <laughs> and see, now we're past the point we've already explained that we're not doing this in bad faith, so there's no repercussions. The we're whole just... show is bad faith. In fact, basically all of leftist criticism is in bad faith because we know that our, uh, what's it called, our demands will never be reached. So, like, uh, comedy is our main outlet, right? Um, mm -hmm. Satire. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, it's all right. You know, it's all in bad faith. You know, just keeping it metal. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> I didn't mean to tell on myself too much. You know, one of my favorite quotes is uh, by Maya Angelou. And it's uh, when, I don't remember the exact wording, but uh, when people tell you who they are, you should listen. And uh, I tell on myself all the time with shit like that. And I have now have like dozens of hours of podcasts devoted on telling <laughs> on myself like that. So whatever. And brother, we're listening. Yeah, I yeah. know you're listening, but you're still around. So that means I'm not too distasteful, right? <laughs> um, or maybe this is all one big entrapment. Wow. That'd be fucking yeah, crazy. Sorry. Uh, oh, uh, knock, knock, knock. FBI, open up. Uh, you have a bad this podcast. We, this is where we pull the trigger on you, Jacob. It wouldn't even be that. You just need to cancel me at the right time sometime later. Uh, at your graduation. That's fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> just walk on stage and stuff the diploma. Just like, no. Yeah. Uh, canceled. No, it's, it's a stick of dynamite with the fuse, but... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. I didn't think this was Looney Tunes now. <laughs> Yeah, my fucking smile spins around my face and turns into a frown. <laughs> Anyways, piece of news I want to move into next. Have you heard of the controversy surrounding Senator John Fetterman, either of you? Uh, the name's familiar, but no. I'm also going to say no. Uh, Fetterman is a leftist. Uh, I want to say he's left of Bernie Sanders. Uh-oh. Mm -hmm. uh, he is a... I'm going to just 
describe him physically because I feel like it, it makes up part of this vibe of this story. He's like a, a tall, uh, big white guy. He uh, he's bald. He has a goatee. He uh, he refuses to wear anything but shorts and t-shirt all year round. Oh yes, right. oh, yeah. Yeah. He suffered I've a stroke. I've seen photos of him for sure. He suffered a stroke last year. Uh, he's in recovery. He seems to be doing very well. Uh, I saw a very heartwarming piece today, actually, with him in it, where he was um, talking to people uh, with disabilities. There's some bill uh, appropriating funds for people with disabilities coming up. And uh, he was talking about his struggles with the stroke. And he said, before I had the stroke, I thought I was an empathetic person. And afterwards, I can tell you that the, the depths of emotion that I could uh, couldn't even feel without the, the personal pain, you know, it's embarrassing to me. And it's like, oh, that's such a, a nice sentiment. But anyways, yeah. um, he is in the news, basically exclusively on Fox News, uh, for refusing to follow the dress code of uh, the Senate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, we, yeah, you guys respect, both of you think that, right? And I would like to point out the difference between the two, the three of us here when I say, wear a fucking suit, John Fetterman. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's uh, the people's house. Yeah, I mean, it's not even my government's house. Show some respect. Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, worth respecting the, in the American government. Yeah, if people can't respect you, then it's it's reciprocal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he'll wear the suit when he gets the respect. It's not even Hello. like it's not even like a thing. Like it should be respected. I don't think that. Come on, please think higher of me than that, right? <laughs> like it's just it's bad politic to not just show the fucking respect. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> there are too many morons that you would have to like c- convince about all of history and why America's evil when you could just wear the suit and just get their vote. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Um, be, if I were him, I would go fucking Don Cherry in that. Yes. Uh, in that. You know, house. D- Don Cherry. I'd wear the suit, but it'd be fucking bright orange. Don Cherry is haunted by, you know, the ghost of his own racism at the end of his fucking career. But more importantly, <laughs> he's now haunted by the specter of Jordan Peterson, right? Who has a similar fucking uh, outlook on suits, which is that there should be a different oh, yeah, weird actually. suit. Yeah. That, that's, that's fun. That old school cool must be might be you know losing its shine a little bit. One Canadian knew another. Just the yeah. torch didn't pass well. <laughs> yeah, look who look who shares your style, Don Cherry. Look mm. at this man who's addicted to horse tranquilizers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I uh, uh, and misgendering people. Yeah, I uh, I love watching him on his. Uh, his daughter's podcast. You should watch a compilation of him going on to his daughter's compact podcast. Fucking so good. He's such, his life is so terrible and sad. <laughs> What's the uh, daughter's podcast about? Yeah, uh, politics about as well. She's completely um, just like jumped onto her father's fame and is like a, like a right wing fucking uh, marcher herself, but like stays ah. in the, in the realm of reality a little more. There's no Jungian. <laughs> fucking analysis yeah you know i mean yeah do we have indoctrinated youth can we have her on should we have her on well we could try i guess uh, <laughs> uh, if we could squeeze her in between uh like drake and uh ice spice <laughs> yeah we we do have we have a big lineup coming everybody <laughs> 
Oh, we should get another guest on at some point. Nah, we can't have Ice Spice on because I would just be like gooning the whole fucking episode and then the whole <laughs> bit would be gone, right? Yeah, no, whatever you say. Bit, that's but... such an ugly word. I fucking hate that word. <laughs> I think it's such a great word. Um, I mean, it definitely captures the activity. I'll mm-hmm. give it that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Now I, all I can think about is jerking off. Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> Wait, is that what that means? I thought gooning meant like fucking obsessing over a woman and fucking being so confused by uh, her per- beauty, basically, that you couldn't talk to well, her because you were so confuzzled. Yes, but in a sexual capacity. Yes, of course. Of course. Like gooning. an active sexual capacity. Isn't everything in an active sexual capacity? <laughs> the great lesson of Freud. Um, I mean, maybe. I've never heard it used like that but now i'm curious dj do you want to try and steer us in a different direction or should i start googling things uh i just had to look up the term myself and it was very inconclusive uh but um hey uh in other news y'all hear about uh bill c56 or whatever the hell they're trying to pass through recently uh no i mean maybe i don't like numbers Okay, so that sucks for you. This is why you don't play Minesweeper. It's all coming together. Um, I've read about it very briefly before we started recording um, through like some half-baked news outlet that, uh, uh, inshallah, uh, or sorry, mashallah, I was no, allowed to read. Inshallah. No, no. Inshallah is... Shush, shush, shush. Not now. <laughs> it's not the place to be discussing things neither of us know about. <laughs> We apologize um, to the Uma. Go. Yes, thank you. Um, uh, uh, Bill 56. I, I actually don't know if it was B56 or C56. Whatever. It's going to the floor soon. Uh, this is the liberals' uh, pathetic attempt to get food prices down. Oh, yeah. And essentially uh, what I grasped from the summary is that essentially all this bill is going to do is make the competition board, the board of capitalist competition more <laughs> powerful that's cool Shrug. That's yeah cool. great because they then they can step in and say hey stop monopolizing things and wag their finger threateningly yeah. <laughs> I, I hate to you know look a gift horse in the mouth that is uh, good news right but like the only solution to things right now is price controls that's it right yeah uh, lock prices actually yeah. decrease prices Back to pre-pandemic levels. Let these companies take a major hit next year. Mm -hmm. They've just had the best year they've ever had on record. Literally, the the policy prescription is fuck them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's the worst part. You could do that, and then they'd probably still come out ahead. Oh, yeah. That's how much money they've made. Yeah. There's no there's no historical timeline where they don't come out ahead. Even after I club them with a windfall tax that makes them like scream communism <laughs> on Fox News for years and years. You know what I mean? Like they win. The capitalists I think they should be win. nationalized. Let's fucking nationalize the grocery stores. I agree. Do you know what would be easier? You know what I was thinking what should be nationalized the other day? Uh, just yesterday actually. I had I ordered uh Apple earbuds to my house. Usually they just show up to my house. Um, but this time they got stuck at the uh, post office. There must be a new policy because of stolen items or some shit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, I go in, 
Uh, Shoppers Drug Mart is the po- uh, the post office. I just realized Seven Eleven was always yes. the post office in my mind, right? But then Shoppers Drug Mart is the is the pharmacy and the grocery store and the post office, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is all fucking backwards, right? <laughs> like, why is a, a corporation <laughs> running this shit? We should be running this shit. No fucking yeah. problem, right? You you uh, uh, leave one person a title, you know. Uh, that's a job that gives them a hundred thousand dollars or whatever that to manage that location and think Mm -hmm. of all the services you've just provided to the community. Right. Uh, and you know, someone's going to work really hard to maintain that job because that's a lot of money for a fucking easy job. (laughs) Like, (laughs) um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, the, so many things should be nationalized. We were on, uh, I don't think the episode's out yet, but we said uh, weed stores last week should be uh, right, nationalized, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a theme coming together here. Yeah, and why not lump that in with shoppers while you're at it, you know? Just just wad them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think at this point, it would probably be the best course of action to just buy them. Just buy all of them. Like, I'm trying to think of a small town that doesn't at least have a shopper's. Yeah. And I'm I'm really drawing some blanks, like except for you know, Cathcart, Goebbels, <laughs> you know, middle of the nowhere towns that well, you drive was... through. Hey, well, don't I... fucking rag on Goebbels like that. What's uh, Goebbels? Sorry, before I go back to the point. Ah, small little town. Okay, fuck it then. Um, yeah. Hey. Oh, I lost my point. That's no good. <laughs> Shucks. Uh, no, Shoppers is a part of Loblaws, isn't it? They should all be. They could just nationalize them all at the same time. Oh, I got my point. Uh, don't buy them, DJ. We don't, fuck, we can be way more, uh, what's the word, uh, perfidious? Egregious. Yeah, than that. <laughs> uh, we, we can, uh, we'll just institute a law that says uh, every corporation that operates a post office now owes $5,000 a day <laughs> to the government for the privilege <laughs> or some <laughs> shit like that, right? And no, nobody's going to fucking do that, and so they'll sell. It'll collapse the price of their fucking property right away, and we'll just... Buy for pennies on the dollar. I feel like what'll happen is they'll just rip out the post office and say, okay, fuck that then. Yep. <laughs> Have fun not sending mail anywhere. A- addendum to law one. Anyone remo- <laughs> removing a post office in the next six months is subject to criminal charges. We're bringing back the death penalty. <laughs> no, you know. Imprisonment Wheel and in fines, the guillotine. 30 days, hundreds of thousands of dollars. The message, the usual message. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, ideally, you would just you would just write the law saying shoppers uh, now owned by the crown. No, Great, you can't thanks. do that shit. Right? Then the Americans get all pissed and are fucking uh, what's it called the the markets go through the fucking floor because the headlines read that these commies fucking did this. But if you manipulate it and do it over weeks and through fucking uh, weird processes of law, nobody's gonna care. Nobody will understand. And all of a sudden, I've got all the fucking shoppers in my hands. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you just make it so convoluted, nobody can follow it. Yes, uh, no one will follow a four-week story, Julian. No one. <laughs> like, um, yeah. So, uh, would would it would we still call it Shoppers? Because uh, I think that's a pretty good name, Shoppers Drug Mart. Sh- Shoppers Can- good name. Uh, Shoppers Canada or something like that. I was thinking, uh, Drug yeah. Mart is no good because it would become more than that, right? Like, well, and- it already has. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Drug mart is one of those weird non-words that can mean anything. <laughs> it is a drug mart. I go there for drugs, and it is a market, and I find other things there, too, which is fantastic. They're yeah, all overpriced, like, which sucks. But It's a drug-mart, not a drug mart. 
they, they could be involved in making things a 15 minute city as well. That could be nice, right? Mm-hmm. Like if oh, yeah, just, definitely like, could. yeah, those those fucking little retailers like that, those are the key. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the key is uh, density that we need to uh, put people in tighter places. And yeah, institute rail fucking all over the place, but. Uh, on the first the, floor of every building, you put a shoppers. Yeah, for the fucking system that we have right now for cars and shit, little shoppers marts all over the place for sure, right? Like, mm. yeah. Um, oh, I wish we had fifteen minute cities. Yeah, but here we are. You want to talk about fifteen minute cities, Julian? Your understanding of why the right hates them and like. Well, know, I good? think they've just been made to hate them. I don't Let's, think they have any innate <laughs> hatred. Expand. For it. Well, because to them, it's just another WEF agenda. They're like, oh, the World Economic Forum wants us to live in 15-minute cities, so it must be bad. (laughs) And it's like, no, I don't think they're pushing for that, one. And two, it would be so much better for you. You'd be so much happier. Like, come on. Yeah, I I think a lot of people, sorry, Jacob, I think a lot of people see that as as an old a dying ember of the communist party of Russia, you know, these 15 minute (laughs) communist cities and, uh, you know, they're dilapidated now. Look at them. They're awful. They're terrible. Look at these sickly nannies living in their 15 minute cities because the government (laughs) oppressed them. But you look back at the time when they were actually being built and when they were in their heyday and these people were just like, yeah, great. This is super. I go downstairs, I buy my groceries. I go to work. I walk five minutes. I go to work. It's great. Yeah. Um, yeah Julian, Julius put everyone in a home. Like, Julian, that's you crazy. Laugh, yes. You laugh, but uh, that was the policy prescription. Article number one of the Lenin Constitution, 1924, the Stalin Constitution, 1936, and the Brezhnev Constitution, 1977. Oh, so, for real? <laughs> no, that's a joke. No. <laughs> but I'm glad you fucking admit it. Though. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was like, oh man, does the USSR have historical precedent for 15 minute cities? I'm God, way fuck, more on board I love now that you just were all over that. Like, <laughs> Moscow, the 15 minute city. <laughs> They're building subways, man. They were big on public transit. I they were it. big on public transit, but no way they had that fucking phrase. You know what I mean? Like, uh, God damn, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been doing a class on const- comparative constitutional law, and that's why I was uh, able to conjure up those fucking three documents as something fun <laughs> to fucking rely on for my lie. Um, you got me. Yeah. Uh, what's the next thing we want to move into? What about fucking the F-35s? The, uh, <laughs> the F-35, I should say. Yeah. I, uh, I take it it's a jet? It is a jet. Um, nice. Okay, gonna, I've contributed. Where in the world is that F thirty five? Yeah, you didn't hear this news, seriously, DJ? I don't. I didn't. Why would I? Why would anybody? It's missing. They put out an Amber Alert for their pretty plane. <laughs> a, a plane was missing because uh, during a training act, uh, training exercise, um, uh, a pilot ejected, and then the autopilot system just kept running, and then the fucking t- geolocating system disabled for some reason. So there was just this. Five ten million dollar fucking jet flying around in the fucking skies, right? You're like... telling me the rogue AI got <laughs> its hands on one of the most advanced pieces of flight machinery. It just went for a fucking joyride, though. It wasn't doing anything serious. Like, dang. <laughs> yeah. 
so anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, I saw a fucking great meme that came out admittedly only uh, after they had uh, found the wreckage or whatever the, <laughs> of the plane. Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, it was like, where's our F-35? It was a Poland ball style meme. And it was a, <laughs> it was a where, is F- where is our F-35? And it's a, a America. And Ukraine, sa- Ukraine says, oh, I know. <laughs> and uh, then, then the CIA ball goes, no, you don't. And <laughs> <laughs> It was great. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one where it was just wedged in the Suez Canal. Fuck, that's so good. What a callback. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you guys God. remember two seasons ago when that boat got stuck there? That was good. Yeah. That was like yeah, th- I, three or four years ago now. I had um, I had heard recently there was a there was another pair of ships that got stuck, but yep. I never yeah. I, nothing came of it. I think. Yeah. yeah, they're I on think, high alert now. Yeah, after after you know Evergreen or whatever it was got stuck, they just know how to get them out now. Which <laughs> that that blows honestly. Well, that's what we get for letting the Egyptians run the Suez. Should have never left the empire. No, I'm just kidding. That's fucking. That's a joke. Um, what's his yeah. name? Uh, Abdel Nasser, the guy who uh, who nationalized the Suez Canal, has this great line. It's like it was built with our back and our blood and our skulls you know like our backs our blood and our skulls and it, right. it's ours it, it should be ours and then he used the profits from it to make the Aswan Dan, Dam in the south which provides power and water and regular fucking agriculture to all of Egypt that's a great man right there and he's yeah. he, he was demonized in America during his lifetime <laughs> I mean like you know another man who was demonized during his lifetime in America um, and after his death still is uh, Muammar Gaddafi uh, you guys know him right right yeah leader leader of Libya I saw yeah. the greatest fucking TikTok with him uh recently and it was uh it was just two it was maybe a 10 second video tops right and uh it was a clip of a purple and blue haired lady talking to the United Nations and then it transitioned to uh Muammar Gaddafi throwing a paper away at the UN uh, at the same spot uh, talking to the UN, just turning around and throwing a paper away. And that's not funny in and of itself. But the music they picked was Juice World. All girls are the same, and so there's just, just this sad boy mumble rap going on with these hi hats going on behind it, and then it, it transitions to fucking Muammar Gaddafi, like he's he's better than all those women. <laughs> you should love Muammar. <laughs> A great man, and uh, was he? Oh yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go to bat for Muammar. Um, all right. He did, uh, He killed all those people. If that's your question, absolutely. <laughs> I'm not denying any of that shit. But like, the prosperity and peace that he brought to Libya, the fucking the rivers, the man-made rivers. That's the kind of fucking bold visionary shit that I want fucking done. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm gonna irrigate my whole fucking desert country. Fuck you. Get out of my way. <laughs> or um, I'm going to make a currency for all of Africa, right? That yeah, that's one, a great th- move. That one got him got. That was I over him for that one, yeah. <laughs> um, that one got him, in, uh, what's it called, um, buggered by a bayonet. So yeah. no good. <laughs> we came, he saw, we saw, oh, never mind. I fucked that up. Let's move on. <laughs> 
You know, we came, Vinny, we saw, he died. That's what, that's what she said. Veni Vidi Vici is actually a Weni Weedy Wikey. It really makes me lose respect for Julius Caesar when I remember that it's Weni Weedy Wikey. Doesn't uh, sound as good, does it? No, it just doesn't. Um, I think we should take advantage of this, uh, what's it called? Sign uh, linguistic trick to get boys away from worshiping things like the Roman Empire. Speaking of which, how how often do you guys fucking talk about the Roman Empire? Think about the Roman Empire. DJ. Uh, literally Please. only when you two bring it up. <laughs> you know what? Uh, fine. How often do you think of the romance of the Three Kingdoms? Uh, uh, slightly more often than that. Yeah, get out of here then. <laughs> um, that's the Roman Empire and the other side of the world. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like I'm sitting around uh, sighing and flicking my hair and twirling my telephone cord as I sit on the other side waiting for the Three you Kingdoms are. period to pick up. Yeah, you are. I mean, I wish I was. <laughs> Fuck, I wish my brain was that on. But <laughs> thankfully. I, uh, yeah. Sorry, Julian I stopped thinking me. there for a minute. What? Yeah. <laughs> Julian, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Well, Jen asked me the day this TikTok trend started to go around. I was and all over it the day the fucking trend. <laughs> I watched maybe 50 videos of boyfriends answering <laughs> that question. Go ahead. Yeah. And I could tell just from the way she asked that it was a part of some kind of online trend. And there was a, a certain answer that I was expected to give. Admiral I, Akbar flashes in Julian's fucking <laughs> yeah. brain. But I had no idea what the the typical answer online might be. Like, I, I'd never really considered the question. I have no idea how much average men think about the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. So I answered honestly, and I said, once every one or two days. And she said, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, that is the typical answer. That's it's not the typical answer, but it's on the upper end of average, right? I think once yeah. a week was what I saw was fucking pretty typical. Oh, yeah. I thought they were all saying every day. <laughs> For me, it's every day. Like yeah. <laughs> three times three, a day, you said. Yeah, three to four times a day is like what I think I said, and it's an it's in every facet of like how I interpret society, right? Like (laughs) I use it as a lens to uh, view society. Right. And for these women online, it's because it's a metaphor for God's sakes, right? The Americans, if you read the federalist papers, the founding documents of your country, basically, right. They base the whole system of government that you have on the Romans. Right. And the Romans, have a very readable fucking history that you can just go read, right? And so I love to think <laughs> about what happened to them might what happen to you if you just interpret it for different things, uh, sorry, the different material conditions of today, right? And so yeah. it doesn't make me a warmonger. It doesn't make me a fucking woman hater, right? Because that's what, how women are <laughs> fucking interpreting it, right? They like they long for the days when they were the pater familias, right? And they owned us all as property and they could dismiss us at will. That's the interpretation online, right? And it's like, yeah, suck my ass, right? That's not what this is about, right? I'm worried about <laughs> the Romans killing a million Gaelic people with swords. With swords! <laughs> <laughs> No. I'm, they scare me, the Romans, as the Americans, right? And that's why I think about them all the time. And yeah. also because I've been thinking about it since I was six already, and I loved the Romans <laughs> back in the, before then, and I couldn't explain that. Bob <laughs> had the best tweet on the topic, I think. It was just like, oh, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And he said, lady, we're living in it. 
<laughs> that's, that's so good. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Uh, I love that women uh, get upset about that, but I, uh, I was. I don't know I, if they're upset. Just surprised. No, it's it's upsetting. Uh, that you the, think? the the phenomenon. You've, you've actually just, watched the videos. You do know better than I do. I think. Yeah, it's because then they read into the Roman Empire at all, right? <laughs> and it's like, wow, that is so not PC, right? We just got a, we just got out of the Me Too era, right? And crucifixion was the punishment for basically all crimes for slaves, right? <laughs> In yeah. the Roman Empire. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. There's during the Third Servile War, the one with Spartacus, right? They hung a sorry. They hung a, a, a slave on a cross um, every mile along the entire road that goes down the entire length of Italy. <laughs> so they just crucified someone every little bit, just to be like, "Hey, don't you fucking do this again." We mean business, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, Romans. The guy who did that, Crassus, uh, he was killed by Parthians pretty brutally, so he got his. Um, that's all I can say. I would rather be killed by the Parthians than crucified, though. Crucified sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> Just tied yeah. there and left to die in the sun. Like, Does not sound like a great time. Uh, I would like to point out for crucifixion that uh, all the crosses were X's. They were never Christian crosses. And never, ever did they nail you to it. That's fucking crazy. That would kill you too quickly. It would put you into shock and things like that. That makes it too easy for you, in fact. They yeah. would castrate you and uh, then uh, singe, that uh, singe that fucking, what's it called, uh, smooth after with a brand. <laughs> yeah. And because the, the pee build up over three or four days that it would take to uh to kill you by exposure to the sun and lack of water uh will while excruciating right would not kill you and so they fucking uh it's added punishment plus your dick's just been cut off so that's pretty excruciating itself and then branded on top of that <laughs> yeah anyways fucked up it's not weird to think about the Roman Empire. <laughs> the end of that bit. Fuck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, you make a great defense that. for yourself. God <laughs> yeah, damn it. Cleared that up for everybody. <laughs> Julian, uh, no, not Julian. DJ, the other week, was talking about how when I dig one hole, I throw the soil over my shoulder and into the other. It's a fucking image that I have now on repeat in my head. <laughs> We keep honestly, we just keep coming back to Looney Tunes because that's a that's just a standard bit, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, what's up next? You got we got more stuff. I don't really have a lot left. You guys got something you want to talk about? Could keep uh, shitting on the Romans for another 15 minutes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not much help in that department, but. Um, yeah, me neither. The Romans, much like the Americans, started as a criminal state. Did you know that? In their fucking founding how, documents. How dare you say that about the the birthplace of of civilization, freedom, of freedom. Uh, uh, and, democracy? And, uh, how how dare you slander Romulus and Remus? Um, no, they 
the first thing that they did uh, after Romulus uh, formed the city is that Romulus in, uh, invited every uh, criminal and runaway slave to uh, help found the city. And then mm-hmm. right after that, the next thing they did in their lore was the, uh, it's called the Rape of the Sabine Women. And they went over to the next tribe over and they took all the women and they just <laughs> went home with them. And then there was a fight between them, between the two cities after they had taken the women. I don't know whether, why there wasn't a fight before then. It's a, it's a mythic story. And uh, anyways, in their founding documents, they're criminal, right? And they admit to it that they, they attracted criminals and then they went out on a criminal campaign. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that one of their favorite pieces of lore is that Romulus fucking murdered Remus and just no, tossed that's him into go- the river. That's got super law written all over it. I uh, this is a fun bit because uh, the pomerium is uh, the the source of this bit of knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. Part of my uh, my online. I'm not gonna re- reveal my full online name. Fuck that. Um, but, uh, but pomerium is part of it, and pom- the pomerium is uh, refer the Latin word for a Greek concept, which means the center of the city that is also walled within the wall and is like a citadel within the walled city, right? Cool. Yeah. And Within a bunch of cities within ancient time, the Pomerium had all sorts of uh, religious uh, significance inscribed into it, right? Mm-hmm. So the uh, if you were going to cross over the threshold of the Pomerium, it, uh, you couldn't be armed, right? Or things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you couldn't, uh, for instance, in ancient Rome, uh, you could only cross over the threshold in certain areas of the Pomerium, even though there was no wall there after a couple hundred years, because there were, they were the gateways of the Pomerium, right? Uh, I think it was Pompey tried to march two elephants through and then had to have the gateway expanded before he could march the elephants through. And he would rather do that than march around the fucking gateway and breach the pomerium, Hmm. right? Because that was sacred law and sacred land that Romulus killed fucking Remus over, right? And so that's fucking spooky to me that that's always received the extra fucking legal the legalese but everything mm. else was just like no we're barbaric to spoilers we're here <laughs> <laughs> we're here for war right yeah a uh, uh one fancy piece of land uh sure uh kidnapping and raping a bunch of women i oh, will let that slide yeah that's cool that's fine that gets an a they needed the women to be able to sustain the colony or whatever. Fuck, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, no great. No great. But they conquered the world, and I'm probably going to amount to nothing. So, yeah, <laughs> You can still be, you can be, still be morally correct. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I like to think. I, I, I'm morally uh, reasonable enough. Good enough. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> you tried. Here's your gold star. Bip. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Gold star in morals class. <laughs> um, here's a here's a line that I thought was really really funny. Um, three times as many Brits think that the Earth is flat than think that uh, ex Prime Minister Liz Truss did very well as her, in her time as Prime Minister. Jeez. Yeah. That tracks. That's rough. <laughs> yeah. Three times. What can the stats be on that very well? What is it like three percent and one percent? That's those are numbers that make sense to me, but it could be even less than that. It could be like point five, one and a half, point yeah, three. Yeah. Could be. I kind of miss her. What? Yeah. Care to care her. to expound? 
new guy isn't in the media enough. He's not as funny as she was. He's not as hateable as she is. As uh, I think sexism is just like more openly accepted than racism. And he's got the race card that he can play that he hides behind when everyone's ragging on him. He has a little more <laughs> elusive of a character. Well, yeah. uh, he's a smoother but, uh, operator. For sure. But he is scum. He is scum. Oh, for sure. Yeah, traitor to the king. Um, Not funny scum. But yeah, no, I thought that was great. Liz Truss, uh, uh, the fucking clip of her saying that I am resolved to keep this government going and that that's what we're going to do. And then like 10 seconds later, but in reality, it was a couple hours later that she's been like, I, I, uh, I am resigning as prime minister. <laughs> like <laughs> the same day, the same day you give that speech in the House of Commons, yeah. that'll be there forever, right? That Those documents... They're going to stand the test of time. That's tough look. <laughs> well, fortunately, once you're dead, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. yeah, but she has to live the rest of her life with the anxiety knowing that she fucked up so badly that little boys and girls forever are going to be like, wow, what a moron. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, she'll get over it. She'll, she'll be a minor character in the end. She already stepped down, you know. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. She's over it, I'm sure. Um, okay, this is the last bit I've got, so I hope you guys have something else to fucking oh, do. You are, you are going to be so disappointed in about three minutes. Um, <laughs> okay, well then, I'm going to do this other bit that I've got in reserve first, then. Uh, so... DJ, a number of weeks ago now, I think, uh, was talking about how he didn't have a review for the Barbie movie, but that he couldn't wait for the uh, the, the Barbie videos. reviews to come out, right? And yeah. I've seen a take that I think can stand in for uh, the Gatto Institute's position on Barbie. And um, the Kens were an internal colony revol revolting against <laughs> their oppressor, and the film's POV is a counter-revolutionary. Greta Gerwig obviously opposes Palestinian resistance and the Haitian Revolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the official stance on Barbie <laughs> by the Gatto Institute. <laughs> that's that's a joke, obviously. Barbie was uh, was a good movie, from what I've heard. Still haven't seen it yet. I'm on it. Yeah, I will get I, to it. Apparently, right wingers are appropriating Ken. Oh yeah, and just like making right wing memes out of him. Like, oh, What's the it? sex work is work or whatever. And then there's a picture of Ken that's like, why don't you put it on your resume then? Ryan Gosling was already the the, uh, the right-wing meme, right? And so, of course, he was in, uh, incorporated. And you know what? He leads a right. He leads a man revolt against a woman-dominated world. That's the fantasy that they live in already, right? It is. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Like, no, I really do feel like that movie was there to speak to young men. Oh, it blew or, that, didn't it? At least the subtext, at least know, the subtext was. The text, the, maybe not. Both those movies blew it, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie, then, because, like, they, they're they both right-wing talking points now. They both are memes for them. That's all it turned out to be. Nobody went yeah, and saw yeah. your fucking movie. That's true for pretty much any movie, though. True, true. Except maybe Avatar. Uh, no, definitely Avatar. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, so, oh, I think I've worked out the, uh, I, this could kill time. Absolutely. Go for it. Here's who, wants to, who wants to talk about fucking Ukraine again? I was dreading it. <laughs> yeah. That was a good article that you shared, though. I enjoyed that. We'll, we'll come one? back to that next week. 
the foreign press, FP, whatever, foreign affairs. Let me go maybe it was on Reddit. Okay, maybe. Uh, yeah, we'll circle back to that. Here's my prediction in Avatar. Saturday, the 23rd, 2022. Or 2023. Mm. Um, I thought it was the 29th. Uh, whatever today is. It's, yeah, fall. It's September. 2023. Yeah. The second movie came out a year ago. Right. And I think what's going to happen over the course of the next three movies is it's going to be revealed that the Na'vi were formerly a very scientifically advanced species. But mm-hmm. something something changed in how they were living where they decided to... Return to nature. That's fucking so good. Yes, but in like... Yeah, not through nuclear annihilation or anything crazy like that. Through like a conscious uncoupling movement. technology. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe bioengineering or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah that whatever. explains why they're blue. Right? No. Wait. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew Julian was going to bite on that, too. I was like... (laughs) I did, and then I stopped. I went, wait a minute. (laughs) uh, You got to be more, uh, what's it called? Um, Contradictory. Uh, Whatever. Not contradictory. No, you're not contradictory. You're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Combative in your personality, and then you won't fall trapped to things like that. If your first instinct is always no, you'll never fall into something like that. (laughs) Yeah, but then you miss other opportunities. Um, yeah, absolutely. And you miss good jokes from DJ. Fuck. <laughs> so no. uh, how many how many films are there supposed to be? Five in total? There's going to be five in total. So you're telling me within the course of the next three movies, they're going to draw this out to be like, hey, the Navi were, were smart and good and burned coal and gasoline and then said Something, no yeah. no more Something to that effect don't you feel like that's just a little cheesy i mean yeah but i think where that's gonna go is humanity is going to look at itself and like question oh like is that something we want to do is that like on the table for us would that be a possibility because you know these people are living pretty good lives in this environment like they're all happy and general quattrich is going to be the uh Face the fucking focal point for that, yeah. Because he's uh, like, you know, the fucking hard-ass Earthman who's now living in a blue body. He's like, oh shit, like, no, this feels better than human subjectivity feels. Yeah, I, uh, it's not a bad plot line. I truly hope that they still, uh, turn into the, turn it to the, uh, the Navi, lead a, uh, anarcho-bomb-throwing campaign to overthrow <laughs> the Canadian, the, not the Canadian government. That's a Freudian slip and a half there. <laughs> I wasn't gonna call you out on it, but yeah. The world government at fucking, uh, whatever, the, the fictional world of the Avatar universe. They overthrow the, uh, Bridgehead City or whatever it was? Yeah. No, no, I, they they get back to Earth and overthrow the government on oh, Earth. Oh, even better. I mean, yeah. I hope so too. That wouldn't necessarily be incompatible with uh, with what I'm predicting here. But yeah, I, uh, no, I'm. That's wouldn't I'm that predicting. lead to more of a of a oh we are the monsters now kind of trope? What do you mean? I, wouldn't they humanity? need to 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 get all the way back to Earth? Right, you're talking about these currently like late tribal stage people. You're yeah. telling me they'd have to advance to such a point by like tech stealing that they could blast wow. off, land on <laughs> earth and invade properly and then beat them up. 
It would be a stretch. You're sure. telling me that wouldn't end in a like a look in the mirror, look in the shattered mirror on the crumbling ruins of Earth and Navi of the day, Navi of the movie going, oh, am I the monster? <laughs> Maybe. You know, on the note of uh, Freudian slips, I had a, an, uh, what's it called, an experience with a great Freudian slip recently. My constitutional uh, law professor asked the class, uh, what is common to the uh, institution of constitutional courts? And co uh, constitutional courts are courts that just deal with constitutional questions. Mm -hmm. uh, they appear in the nations of Germany, Italy, and uh, Chile. And uh, the answer that I gave was, well, they seem to be anywhere the Americans have just been very recently, right? <laughs> and uh, he, he, he Freudian slipped and he said invasion after he was like, Jake, <laughs> and he let, the, I was like, oh, it's so good. You admit you're right. You know, I'm right. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but anyways, speaking of uh, American fucking psyops and operations, let's turn back to the war in Ukraine. That should yeah. be over by now. Uh, yeah. Kind of a, a week of new stuff to talk about. I did a, a Google map search of, uh, and well, first I checked the front line on the, the map, the map that I always go to, which is by Deep State Live, which is a, a map maintained by the Ukrainians. And then I looked at a city that was nearest to the where the front line was at the beginning of the summer offensive. And then I looked at where uh, the greatest extent forward that it got. And I picked a city that was near enough through that. And uh, it turns out that they've they've uh, yeah they've driven the Russians back about a drive of eighteen minutes. Uh, sorry, yeah, a drive of eighteen minutes, fifteen kilometers in uh, okay in backroads country to uh, to reach their uh, objectives. They would have to drive uh, 144 kilometers from the original place, and that's to reach the sea. But they also said that they could do what they need from Melitopol, which is a less uh, daunting 115, 130 kilometers, something like that. Shucks. Yeah. Right. They got some so, way to go yet. It ain't happening. The winter's here, right? They got a month. It's not autumn yet. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I've seen speculation online that the and you know what it always changes right the fucking excuse to why the American uh, war in, uh, against Russia needs to fucking go on uh, it always changes, but the uh, the excuse now is that the theory of Ukrainian victory perhaps has been wrong the whole time and that the Ukrainians have viewed this as a war of attrition from the start, right. A war of fucking attrition with the Russians, right? And <laughs> this is this is a theory that's being passed out by CIA assets. So I'm gonna fucking dispute it in case people fucking come up against it. And mm. uh, so the the point of the theory is that there's an election next year for president, 2024, right, in March. And so it's politically unpalatable for Putin to call up more more people, right? Right. And so what they need to do is kill the people that are out there right now, the 600,000 that were mobilized for this fucking war or whatever, right? Right. And uh, I, I just don't get the logic there, right? In, in my opinion, uh, of course, he doesn't want to fucking mobilize more troops, right? That is politically uh, distasteful at the very least, right? I need more of your sons for my fucking graveyard. Great mm -hmm. fucking look, right? No good. Yeah. Um, but he'll do it again, right? And I, I had a line uh, with my dad earlier this year. He said, uh, 
uh, something like, we were talking about how many Russians had been lost. It was 200,000 at that point. And uh, he said, I think uh, the Russians will kill them at one point because they'll get tired of it. And I said, there are so many Russians of uh, military age that I think he could lose another 200,000 and like not even face political instability at home, like Mm -hmm. serious political instability. Like he could, he could lose another fucking uh, swath of humanity like that, just like nothing, like card chips at a table, right? Chips at a playing yeah. card table, and uh, you know my evidence of this is uh, uh, some stats that I fucking went and got, right? And so uh, the Russians uh, themselves are a, a, a population of like 150, 158 million or something like that. I don't have the exact number in, in front of me. But the, uh, the Russian ethnic population, much like the Germans before World War II, extends beyond their borders, right, through the old Soviet territories. And then uh, within the old Soviet territories, there are specified countries that uh, sign up for or are in dispute with this thing called the Commonwealth of Independent States, right, right? which is uh, Russia. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the Russians, right? <laughs> and the total population of the uh, Commonwealth of Independent States is 239 million people. Uh, and the number of uh, Russians, they did a, uh, they did a uh, what's it called, a, a mock mobilization in 2009 of this 239 million people or whatever. And they got 31 million soldiers is the mm. number of soldiers that they could fucking raise, right? They've lost two. Hundred thousand in this fucking war, right? That's nothing. It's insignificant. It's it's statistically anomalous, right? You don't have to worry about it. Um, oh, I did want to say that the uh, the source for the thirty one million was uh, a man by na- uh, the name of Konstantin Chuprin, and the the Armed Forces of CIS Country and Baltic States Handbook in Russian Moscow. Hmm. Um, 31 million people, right? Includes the Baltic states. So uh, let's say that they can't get 11 million people out of that, right? Mm -hmm. And they can only get 20 million, right? It's still the same scenario, right? They don't care about these 200,000 people. They don't exist. It doesn't matter to these people. There should be peace. The Ukrainians have to go to the talking table, and they're not doing elections there because they uh, know that they should be going to the talking table, and now they're at the behest of Washington. It's dangerous. You should just give in. You've lost the territories you've lost. It's what it is. That's, that's it. Time is coming. <laughs>